0: Pressure up the middle. Runs away. Throws across his body, and that is picked. 49ers have it. Greenlaw still up. He needs to get down. Greenlaw still on his He's feet. He's got to go down. Just go down, and the game over. San Francisco.
3: It's the Guru Steiny Guru Steiny Guru Steiny show. Let's go. Yes,
2: let's go. Welcome back, Bay Area. No Stiney today. F.P. Santangelo Sr. Uh, holding it down for Stiney, who's having a hip replacement. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that. Uh, oh. well, you, have you had that? or No, not? no. Nah, he's looking at it. Nah, good. No, but, yeah, my my, had, my mom that. had double hip replacement. At the I, same time. I tried to be positive with him because yeah. my dad had his knee, left knee, then he had to do the right knee. So I keep telling him, hey, why don't you just do both? He's like, I don't need both, but that's a possibility. Uh, well, Hey, Steiny, get better, yeah. buddy. We hope oh, you don't man. have to do both. That's yeah. rough. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, FP, we got a lot of people that want to talk. What's coming up on the game is brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. And that call you just heard. FP, I'm going to be real. I was sipping a little bit, not drunk because I take my sport seriously. But I never once thought my man uh, Greenlaw was going to fumble the ball. But I thought a lot of people overreacted on go down, go down. So he's going to fumble. to go down. Go down. The game is over To you go down. Well, is it really good? The, the, even the announcer, go down! Go down. I mean, he ain't going to fumble. Everybody relax. It's ball game. Night-night.
4: Goo, you just said something that, that made me think. <laughs> and I've, I've done segments on this before. I don't understand the sports fan that pays all the money to go to the game. That goes That gets so drunk. They can't remember the game Is, I'm the same way I was at a I watched you. the game at a bar I had two Coors lights yeah, the whole game no drunk because yeah. I got I got to lock in I got to focus It's game day, baby. I'm not trying to get, <laughs> lock I'm, in. I'm not trying to get Sloppy watching the Niners game and I was just at a bar. Yeah, I don't understand the sports fan that goes to maybe a concert I get it because it's it's, it's it's music. It's rock and roll. It's whatever whatever you like, but like as far as going to a sport event where you spend all that money and you get home and you're throwing up and you're just like I don't even remember what happened. People do that, bro. Like I've been to Niners games where like you you're not going to remember the game. Time. right?
2: And, and you, what what are you thinking? I don't want to go Dr. Dina Dale on you, but I think people <laughs> that do that, they have other stuff going on in their life and they use the concert or the game oh. or whatever it is to kind of get hammered. But you know what I mean? Like I just—that's an oxymoron. Drinking and locking in—you can't do both. Can't do both. And that's why I like to be at the crib. Yeah. Uh, But this is a show of the people. We got people wanting to talk. Let's go out to Mona in Pacifica. Hey, Mona.
3: Hey guys, FP, loving you on this segment. Nothing against Steiny, but it's nice to just not go into cardiac arrest today. So loving, loving you guys together.
4: Thank you. And, and, and we won. Don't forget, we won. <laughs> right.
3: Diners won. We, we're we're did good. Win. We, we did win. But I, I hear, and while I agree with a lot of the callers that are calling, I'm surprised that no one has mentioned the foul, or I'm sorry, the penalties that we, that we picked up, that third and 15, oh, that passing interference, and then Thomas. Oh. So we did a lot. You know, we shot ourselves in the foot a lot, too. It wasn't just, you know, Brock having his issues and the defense having their issues. You know, it's the, the penalties that we seem to rack up every game. And it's not like it's rookies doing it. It's people who have been, you know, been in the league for a minute. So I'm thinking if we can kind of cut down on that, Maybe, you know, we'll give ourselves a chance with Detroit. I'm not so, you know, you know, over the top as thinking that they might not win, but we can't cause our own, you know, our own losses.
2: Mona, let me ask you this, because I've asked F P and the listeners to be honest with me Mm -hmm. as much as you can. At what point in the game were you really worried the most were you like, Oh my gosh, this thing might get we we might lose. Mm
3: -hmm. Okay, if I'm being brutally honest. I stopped watching in the second quarter. What? The only reason I came. No, let me tell you. Because I saw where we were going, and I saw what we were doing. It was like, might as well not co- continue wasting my time with this. It wasn't oh, a chill. No, no, I heard no. my mother. No, no, I heard my mother and niece yelling and screaming. The only time they yell and scream is with something good. So I went back up, and I'm like, oh shoot, we're winning. Yeah, I stopped watching in the second quarter. Oh,
4: okay. Mona, right. Mona, <laughs> you sound like a sweet person, and, and thanks F. for the call. Teller, but Teller. you gotta put you gotta put your helmet on and embrace. <laughs> I call it embracing the suck. You gotta she embrace the suck. MP. Like that's the feeling we're all having. It sucked. You're thinking the Niners are gonna lose. You gotta embrace that. You know, many <laughs> My cities wish down. their yeah. wish their team was playing. You, you can't. My dad does that sometimes. He'll turn off the game. Dude, that, you know, what are you oh, doing? Pop. You, can't, you, you can't turn off the game, man. You gotta, <laughs> no, like, you gotta. Oh, I hear laughter. Let me come back. Do, Put your mouthpiece in. Yeah. Put your shin guards on. Put your, it. And embrace it. You got to <laughs> embrace that. It's it's like as a fan. It's so hard when your team is struggling at the biggest moment in the postseason, in the playoffs. You're just sitting there, and it's just the most anxiety-ridden, dude. It and is they, but is you got to you got to like step outside <laughs> right? and have a different perspective and look at it differently. Like this is awesome. This feeling I have right now. This pit in my stomach. This like like I looked over at my son, and he had like his hand in his head like this. He's sitting there like oh. Oh man, I bet. And I'm like, dude, there's like plenty of game left. Like this is this could turn around. But Mona just said, screw it. Let me ask you
2: this about. uh, Let me give you my history on Kyle Shanahan. I've I've called him a boy genius, a boy wonder. No, he's a man. Uh, He's good at his job. But sometimes I question this play calling and you being the uh, pro athlete, I want to see if this has any merit. Because and I, when we go 15 rounds, it's just his viewpoint on uh, pro athletes getting called scrubbed or lesser than. But I know everybody that made any pro sport FP were big, mon- big man on campus where they're from. So I say all that to say is this will now be Kyle Shanahan's fourth NFC championship game. He's won one. Uh, been to a Super Bowl. I felt they should have closed that. They didn't. Lost to the Rams in the NFC Championship game up 10 a couple years ago, 2022. I felt they should have won that. So, I say all that to say is I'm giving him all the the credit in the world for what he's doing, but I think he is deserving of a Super Bowl trophy. He's that good of a coach. So, my question to you is, am I off base if I'm holding Kyle to that standard of, you know what, ball coach, you're so great in my viewpoint and your team is loaded, I don't see any other reason why you shouldn't hoist that Lombardi trophy. So it's it's Donnie will say, oh, you're not being fair. I'm being fair because I'm giving him the kudos, but do you, can you get just real quick that I want him to get that bling. The way he does it is if he coaches – this
4: game on Sunday, the way he coached during the regular season, oh. Oh. I've seen. Managers... You don't think he did that Saturday? No, he, he didn't. He, co- he coached wild. not to lose. Wow, you got to let it rip. In 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 the, in the biggest games, you got to let it rip. Like Dan Campbell is going to let it rip. He's going to go for it on every fourth down. He's going to go for two. He gives zero f's about man. anything. Yeah. Like, I love I love the way he coaches. And I've seen in my experiences where managers will change the way they manage because it's the playoffs. Mm. Meaning they get conservative. Bruce Bochy won all those World Series because he managed differently in the playoffs. But it was let it rip, like let's go. If you're not getting it done, next man up. I'm going to manage every game like it's Game Seven, and we're going to go for it. We're going to play. We're going to play to win. And I thought the way that, that you know, I think Kyle saw the way Brock Purdy was playing at the end of the first half, the clock management. I was I, I said, what are we doing on Twitter? Like, what are we doing right now? They just peculiar. letting it click away. They didn't take timeouts. They had yeah. timeouts left. They, they could have pushed that ball. I, who knows? They, they could have got a closer field goal attempt, or they could have scored six. But it, I just think if you play conservatively and you play not to lose that you're going to lose 90% of the time. And I think if Kyle, I'll disagree with one thing, like nobody deserves anything. Like, in sports nobody deserves anything like you got to make it happen yourself damn. Kyle Shanahan doesn't deserve a Super Bowl championship he's a good enough coach and I love the guy I'm a huge I'm his biggest fan yeah. like he doesn't deserve it but damn it would be super cool he, he is in my mind one of the best coaches if not the best coach in the NFL and those coaches usually win championships and I think his legacy will be cemented only if he wins a championship
2: right. okay and, and that you know what? That was well said, and that's my greater point. We're going to go out to Bob in San Francisco in one second, but I want to run this by you. Debo Samuel, uh, I'll tell you what, the Niners struggled – and I said I was consistent all year that Christian McCaffrey is the most important offensive weapon with all this weaponry that the Niners have. And you know what? That three-game losing streak happened. Brock didn't look like Brock. Wasn't blaming all blaming it all on him. But that's when I said, just like a nice chessboard, that the bishop, the piece that Debo Samuel is confuses defenses and even makes Brock Purdy's job, it makes him feel safer and more at ease. For him not to be able to come back in that game, and now, I believe it was Schefter or Rappaport this this morning, um, I heard with the guy saying he's 50-50, this is why I'm fearful. If you're 50-50, and you being the pro athlete, I keep going to you, how good can you expect Debo to be even if you played, if you're 50 50 to just play, just how my computer works, well, how would you answer that?
4: Dude, more than it, 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 the, the value he brings, I think it, the thing I think of with Debo is the physicality. He's going to wear <sighs> God, you down. He's going to run you over, dude. You need physical to win. And, dude, if it, it, it's not a hairline fracture, which they were scared of. So x rays came back negative. It, shoot it up, bro. Oh, okay. Like Toradol, right, right. painkillers. This, this is that work? This okay. is that time of year where you do whatever it takes to get on the field. So if he's 50-50, you're playing. Sorry. And the tour, that'll do it,
2: huh? That shot. Oh, the shot of tour (laughs) will do (laughs) it. Now, how long does (laughs) it When do you take an hour before you perform? The night before? I'm just curious. I mean, you take as many
4: as you need to take during the game.
2: But how long before they're effective? It's like Viagra, you take it hour. Bleacher, you take an hour before. Really? Yeah. How, how does that work? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, yeah, Well, You take an hour before and then you're ready. You but like tour and all, is it an hour before Maybe you should time? take a vibe. <laughs> no, I'm, you know what I mean. <laughs> no, no, don't talk yeah. about that. Let's go to Bob in San Francisco. Seattle yeah, is better. Yeah, brought to you, you by the... You better be careful. What's up, Bob, baby? Hey,
0: how you doing? All right. I love the show, guys. I love hey. the show, guys. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that one caller. I'd like to see a little more back rotation, and then I don't want to see the game start off with three straight passes. You know, that's mm-hmm. kind of like, come on! You got the best running game in the league, and and we're going pass, pass, pass. You know, so you're putting a lot of pressure on your offense right off the bat. So I don't know. I was I was exactly happy with the uh, beginning of the game play calling, but that's just me. I'm chair quarterback. But what was that uh, that phrase that uh, uh, Dwayne Kuyper? Um, coin for the, uh, the Giants. Torture. About sweet I, t- torture.
4: I, t- I tweeted, I said yeah, 49ers I got, football, that's torture. That's exactly what I felt.
0: Yeah, wow. That's exactly what I felt it was. But you know what? They came through, they pulled it off, uh... They showed that even though on their off day they still had enough to, to actually win the game, that was an amazing game, and uh, I'm looking forward to Detroit. I also thought that the rain was going to make it harder for us because it, it, it equalized both teams, whereas now I see if it rains again, I see Detroit having uh, more of an issue because they're an indoor they're an indoor team. That's just my thing, you know.
2: Appreciate Thanks, the I- phone call. I'll tell you what. Uh, rain or snow or what have you, dry track. FP is so funny. I remember a game in Glendale. Uh, They were playing the Cardinals, the Niners on the road. They gave up over 200 yards on the ground. Armstead didn't play, and you could have kind of – I wrote it off, nothing to see here, bad day at the office. They won the game going away. The Niners did. But I was like, okay, hmm. Then, you know, I'm sitting here watching the Ravens have some success on the ground, but I never once thought it would be something that – after one playoff game in the divisional round to where I'm looking at you now and Spadoni and Lubman, I'm telling you, I thought I knew what the Niner defense was and how stout it was. I am blown away that Aaron Jones got 100 yards on the ground. Is is what seemed as easy as it was. Like, from the outset, they had the ball seven and a half minutes on the opening drive. That was a message. Yeah, you got three. But are you at all shocked that Bosa, Armstead, Hargrave, who you pay? Like, there's a lot of money on this D-line, and I don't care, rain or whatever, that was not good enough. No, They didn't record a sack, and that's Bosa's fourth playoff game without a sack.
4: Yeah, I'm worried about the run defense, and I was worried about it fr- from the get go the other day. And you've seen it during the season. The Niners' defense last year was better; oh, like wow. y- y- it was the only defense that I can remember. In I've been a Niners fan since I was eight years old. That that I I want to see the defense on the field more than the offense. Damn! Now the offense has to work this year. They're going to score points because the, the defense isn't the same. I don't know if it's they missed D'Amico. I don't know if it's Hufanga's That's out. Hufanga's not here, man. and Talanoa was one of my favorite man. players, and ma- they're missing him right now. I don't know what it is, but the defense was way better last year. You 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 scored seven or ten points, and you're winning the game last year. That that ain't the case now. They're they're going to have to put up some points against the Lions, and for whatever reason, uh. It's just the run defense. I don't. I don't know if Chase Young has something to do with it. I don't know. Like the, that one play. They like got like Randy
2: Gregory. You know, they went and got all these little things, and I was like, "Oh, you're adding to something. You're going to be unstoppable." But but FP, I was like, "Well." If you came into this season and if you're right, which I believe you are, then one of your strong parts of your team was the D line, why did you need a Randy Gregory? But I was told it was just depth, Goo. It was just depth. Okay, why did you need a Chase? So maybe they saw something, but now you got me thinking about Wilkes. Yeah, because if you're right, they didn't have Hargrave last year and he was a monster for Philly. And now you got him and you have incorporated him in your defense. I. Again, I'm not being negative, but if you gotta play Baltimore or Kansas City with Pacheco and even the two headed monster this Sunday with Detroit with their running back game, I mean you gotta fix that. Gotta fix that. And you gotta stop the run. You gotta make Jared Goff beat you.
4: Jared Goff's 0 5 career against yeah, the that's Niners. Bad. He's yeah. coming home. Yeah. There's always that thing when you come home as an athlete Marine. trying to oppress. Yeah, uh, I I am uh, friends with Jared's dad. I okay. play, I played baseball with Jerry. Jerry's a great guy. We was played in Montreal together. We played at Cal Berkeley together my freshman year, and we played with the Expos together. I remember coming out of the clubhouse in AAA. We were playing in Indianapolis, Indiana, and Jerry was my teammate. And he had just got married, and they had this little baby in their hands, this little baby boy, and I'm just like, oh my God, congratulations, you guys. It was Jared. Yeah. And now I'm seeing Jared like on TV, first-round <laughs> draft pick. Like, playing That's the amazing, man. But But like, talk about him for a second, because we've been talking about the Niners a lot. Like, It's hard for... As an athlete, to like give double middle fingers to the team that got rid of you, oh, like man. that's so hard. Like you want to impress, you want to like play great against the Rams. He wasn't good enough for the Rams, and you saw Dan Campbell's speech after the game. He gave a game ball to Jerry. That Bob. was dope. He says you're good enough for Detroit. Jared, wow, and game, I got goosebumps. That guys. hit me too. I, I get <laughs> goosebumps too. I'm like, yeah. so like he's he, I, good for him. Can you imagine getting traded from the Rams and being in a Super Bowl to the Detroit Lions? And you're just like, dude, seriously? Like, I got to go to Detroit. I got to play for the Lions. Oh,
2: that had to be a rough. And then Dan Campbell just says, like,
4: you're my guy, and we're going to rebuild this thing, and we're going to like bite your kneecaps off or whatever he said in his first press conference. And now you're going to bite a kneecap off, dude. I he freaking, got killed for I freaking that. love Dan Campbell. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of a closet Lions fan. Obviously, I'll be rooting for the Niners. This is a tough one for me because my dad has grown up a Lions fan. We're from Michigan. I oh, we moved God. to California when I was six yeah, years yeah. old. So I asked my parents yesterday on the phone. I said, who are we rooting for on Sunday? And they're like, Niners. I'm like, really? And then my dad's like, I don't know. It's going to be tough for me. So he's 80 years old, and he's never, he's never seen the Lions do this, what they're doing right now. Man, it's incredible. This is really cool for him. So it, for our family. Uh, I'm all Niners, obviously, because I've been yeah. here since I was six years old, and I'm I'd go back to the Joe days, and even before Joe, the Steve Deberg days, and, 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 and yeah. So this is yeah, I'm all
2: Niners, but for the family, this Steve is this DeBerg. is a tough one this weekend. So we'll see. So you go back to Wendell Tyler too, huh? Remember old Wendell? Oh yeah, Wendell He's still Tyler, twenty six. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what. Let's go out to Eric in the town. What's up, Eric? Hey, good
5: morning, fellas. Thanks for taking my call. You, you know, it. I'm uh, really frustrated with the 49er defense, man. This is uh, Steve Wilkes. I'm going to call him VW, Vanilla Wilkes, man. He doesn't do anything different. This guy's supposed to be a, a D-back coach, but where are this guy's coverages? Why are the D-ends not holding the edges? Where are the loop-arounds? Where are the blitzes? Where are the five-man fronts? Where is anything this guy? You have one of the best front seven in all of football, and you're not able to do anything with them? I mean, worst-case scenario, shut down the run. Make any te- you should be able to make any team one-dimensional. I don't care what it is. If you've got to stack the box, stack the box. Shut down the run. Let the quarterback beat you. But you know what? He's not doing that. I sure hope this uh, Volkswagen is super good or whatever it is, man. Finds a job somewhere else. Get someone young, someone enthusiastic, that knows the strengths of the team because the secondary is not the strength of the team and coaches them up, man. I'm just worried about this, this game this week. Gotta stop the run. It all stops. You know, starts there. It's all about the trenches. Stop the run. Let's go, man. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, I
2: appreciate Thanks. your call. I hear your frustration and FP. One thing you know about me is your boy loves his history. So I'm gonna go here because I got to piggyback off of that. So. I'm a black radio host. I know about the black coaches and how something I always say it too. Sometimes they don't get second and third chances like other coaches. We we all know that's a real thing. But for Wilkes to come be demanded to come out from upstairs, there was some there was some problem. And the average bear could see with their two eyes, you know, so there was a disconnect. And all that I'm saying is, uh D'Amico Ryan's is having a hell of a year in Houston. Uh, He parlayed his defensive coordinator job into a head coaching job. Robert Sala did the same thing. Aaron Rodgers went down. My point is, I got to be real here because if you're going to tell me, like you just did a few minutes ago, that you pretty much got the same players and Hargrave. Now, you lost not household names and MUCOM and guys like that. You know, they got on. But I just have a hard problem thinking this D has regressed this bad. So, I say all that to say, I wonder how much of this is Wilkes and in in, in what he's putting out there, his scheme. You, is that valid? It's very valid. Because something th- is not right.
4: Something's not right. But it, the one thing I to go to, Goo, is that like – you got a guy like Fred Warner. That's a coach on the field, wow. and if you're in meetings, right, and you're Fred Warner, you know what it takes to be successful and what you've done in the past. So any good coach is going to adapt to his personnel and adapt to um, guys that know what they're doing. So it's I a head scratcher for you me, me that, that, that Fred, that Fred, Fred who's the best linebacker in football, hasn't said in meetings, and maybe he has, I'm just speculating on radio, like, why don't we do this because this is what we did best wow. last year. Wow. And I think there was a time this year when the defense was thinking. And you could tell they were all thinking, where should I be? What should I do? And athletes are always at their best when they're just flying around, right? And you take the, you take the mental process out of it, and you become an athlete. And it's not paralysis by analysis. And we have this new system. We're doing these new plays and yeah. these new calls on defense. You could see that early in the season. On top of that, when you have a coordinator up in the booth, which I know nothing about, and I'm not going to say you act like I do, but just from a human being standpoint, looking somebody in the eye in the heat of battle and being able to communicate, like we're looking each other in the yeah. eye right now doing a radio show, like you when you have people do radio shows remotely, and one's remote and one's here, it's not the same. When you have a guy up in the press box and I'm down the field, and I need real-time evaluation or real-time feedback. I don't care how good you are. I don't care if you're all pro, Hall of Famer, Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds liked to be patted on the ass and said nice swing all the time. He did. Like, do you want that feedback? Fred Warner wants to hear, like, that was great, Fred. You're flying around. Great pick. You want to hear that. You want to have to get on the phone and hear that. So when Wilkes came down the sidelines, things got better. But... The run defense right now, you just watch the line of scrimmage in the first five minutes of Sunday. It'll tell you everything you need. To yeah, that
2: was, again, if I'm a 49 that was demoralizing how Green Bay, they, they sent a message from the outset. and I was like, this ain't Dallas. You're taking the ball the floor. You're tripping. But, man, they had that ball, and they were just saying, we're not uh, afraid. And I don't know if you remember this play. Because I don't want a single one defensive lineman out. So I'm going to group them together along with the coordinator, the secondary. Everybody's off limits except three guys uh, Ward uh, in the secondary and uh, Greenlaw. And Warner, but Dontavion, if I'm pronouncing that correctly—Wix, a wide receiver, had Bosa. Is if Wix was Bosa and Bosa was a receiver, it was blocking, them, but it meant with like that manhandle. Saw like, that. I was like, "What is?" D-? That's when I said, "Bosa, what is going down?"
4: We said like, the same thing.
2: Oh, so you? It ain't just me. No, I, throw him to the side like a rag doll. Oh my! Like, Reggie White would have threw that dude back to the side. But that's when I was like, "Oh, physicality." Edge goes to Green Bay right now. Like I didn't like that. That can't happen.
4: Yeah, that's effort. Ooh, that's not technique. That's not defensive scheme. Yeah, there. Were, I mean, Bosa made that one play in the, when he got in the backfield and threw the running back down. But it, it just seemed like I don't know. I maybe I, I, I don't know what happened. I love that you saw that. I okay, don't, I, I don't, thought I was. I, being I don't critical. want to sit here and act like the yeah. guy with all the answers because yeah. I don't have them. I don't no, have I them. appreciate the, the defense played the way they did uh, on Saturday. I don't. I don't know why they've been porous against the run this year. Yeah. I would love to tell you, like, uh, defensive packages. I like when they're in, their four, uh, in the 4-3. Like, that's my favorite mm. defensive set. When you see those guys line up in that, I think when they play man and they play physical man, uh, I think it, it, in the rain you have to play man defense. But, like, there's some guys that – weren't suited for playing man defense as we saw, tackling guys on
2: third and 15. Yeah, I was like, bombs. man, Green Bay's going to keep going. We'll get into it more. Your calls right here with FP and Guru. It's a Monster Monday brought to you by First 5 California. To learn four things you can do to overcome toxic stress, go to First5California.com.
1: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one.